Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We've got a good topic today. The topic is two issues that often result in a divorce trial. So definitely an interesting topic, uh, one that we're going to enjoy going through here today. There's um, a follow-up to the episode. I will tell all the listeners that we do have uh, an article on FamilyLawHeadquarters.com dated December 12, 2015, and the title of that article is Two Contested Issues That Can Result in a Divorce Trial. So as a follow-up to the episode today, you can read that article on FamilyLawHeadquarters.com. But again, let's get to the issue. The issue out there is this, which is most folks want to settle their divorce case if they're going through divorce. And I think for parties that aren't going through divorce, they conceptually just simply look at others going through divorce and they think, why is this so hard? You know, why is this so difficult? Why can't the parties just settle their divorce case quickly and easily and get their case over with and move on with their life? After all, who would want to be tied up in a court system? Who would want their life in the hands of a judge? And who would want to spend a lot of money in attorney fees and then just uh, the, the emotional aspect of going through a divorce case. I mean, who would want to go through that? So the thought process out there is it ought to be easy, it ought to be simple, and parties at the end of the day ought to just come to a resolution on their divorce case outside of court. Um, So that's the goal of most folks. Uh, And what we're going to talk about here today is two issues that oftentimes can really hang up a divorce and make a case that parties at the end of the day want to be simple turn complicated. And there's other issues out there as well that can result in a divorce uh, becoming litigious and being tied up in a court system. But from my experience, these are two of the most common ones, and these are two issues that when I see arise in a case um, that I automatically worry about as an attorney that the case could, could take a wrong turn, it could turn out to be nasty, it could result in the case being tied up in the court system. So these are two of the more common ones I have seen in my time in practice. So let's go through them. Uh, the first one is child custody cases. Um, child custody cases can be contentious. It can result in parties disagreeing vehemently uh, and really being pitted on opposite sides of the spectrum in terms of contested litigation. And what I'm really looking at um, out of the gates or early in the process is is what are the goals and the aspirations um, of the husband versus the wife in terms of child custody. So some cases, the parties might preliminarily agree to joint physical and joint legal custody. In other words, uh, both the husband and the wife agree that they're going to be getting divorced, but they concede at the same time that their spouse is a good parent, that the kids would benefit by having custody time, uh, with their spouse, <clears throat> and that the kids should be able to maintain a relationship uh, with the other uh, spouse um, and soon-to-be ex-spouse if they're going through divorce, but but the relationship ought to be uh, 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 one of really shared custody, shared parenting, if you will. The kids ought to have frequent and meaningful contact with both parents, and both parties agree that in terms of uh, making decisions on behalf of the kids, legal custody decisions, so school, medical decisions, if you will, extracurricular activities, uh, healthcare type decisions, uh, they concede that uh, both parties ought to have an equal say. 
So you take these cases where the parties preliminarily agree on joint uh, physical and legal custody as an attorney, I look at that and think this is probably going to be a more simple case. Uh, Of course, these parties can still get tied up on some issues. So when you get to the specifics of a custody schedule, for example, you get to the days of the week uh, that the kids are going to be with each parent, you're trying to break up the holiday time in a proportional way, Uh, you're dealing with summer visitation in terms of where the kids are going to be in the summertime. I mean, even in cases where, where parties agree on joint physical and joint legal custody, they can still get hung up on the specifics of the schedule. But from my experience, and again, this is just sort of handicapping the case out of the gates. Um, If both the parties agree to joint physical and joint legal custody, I generally think that this is going to be a case that's probably going to resolve outside of court and that the parties will probably be able to come to some sort of an agreement in terms of the specifics of a custody schedule if they can agree on a preliminary basis to joint physical and joint legal custody. On the other hand, sometimes folks come in and they both want sole legal and sole physical custody. And their viewpoint is they ought to have custody. The kids ought to be with them the vast majority of the time. In some instances, I'll see cases where one party thinks the other parent ought to be supervised with the kids uh, because they think that they're a risk to the kids in a physical sense or an emotional sense. And the parent you know, really thinks the other the other parent is not fit, isn't proper, isn't appropriate to have joint uh, physical or joint legal custody. And so we see these cases where uh, both parties uh, really want sole legal and sole physical custody, and they want no part of joint custody. They don't think it's in the best interest of the kids. And again, you can get into the different reasons uh, for it. The reasons can vary. Uh, But as an attorney, when I see a divorce case and I see both parents wanting sole legal and sole physical custody and really neither one of them wanting to have anything to do with joint physical custody, that can be a red flag as an attorney that this is going to be a very difficult case. Um, Because in cases like that, uh, it becomes winner take all. Uh, Both parents uh, really have a poor Uh, opinion of the other parent, and there's just not much of a middle road there. And so courts can, and I think legitimately want to do this, I still think it's a good thing, it's worth trying, but have the parties go to mediation, you know, have the parties consult with a guardian ad litem, and the hope is that through mediation or guardian ad litem that the parties can reach some sort of accord, some sort of middle road. But the reality of the situation is, and seeing lots of these cases through the years, these are the tough cases to settle. And this is one of the types of cases out, out there that I think are very difficult that become winner-take-all and that oftentimes result in a divorce trial because ultimately the parties are not able to come to a resolution between themselves in terms of custody. And it's an unfortunate thing. It's a sad thing now, when you see it happen, um, but it's just the reality of it. And in some instances – you know, truth be told, in doing custody trials, it comes out that maybe one of the parents isn't fit and one of the parents isn't appropriate uh, to have the kids. And it could be for a litany of reasons. Um, but there's some cases where this is legitimate and this is valid, and it's not, you know, really frivolous on the part of one parent to want to have sole physical and sole legal custody. They might have legitimate concerns. It could be drug use. It could be, you know, one parent uh, has uh, – uh, gambling problem, for example, doesn't have a stable home, can be cases where at the end of the day somebody has some significant, and I'm talking significant mental health type issues of some kind, 
um, not something mild, something really significant that puts the kids at risk. Um, uh, can be cases where parents just make really, really poor choices, maybe he has run-ins with the law, for example. I mean, there could be a litany of reasons. And there's, you know, So at the end of the day, some of the reasons are legitimate. But uh, when you see these cases, one party wants sole physical, sole legal custody, and the other parent wants sole physical, sole legal custody. These can be red flag type cases uh, that, at the end of the day, don't settle and that oftentimes result in a trial. So that's that's fact pattern one that oftentimes results in a trial. And let me give you fact pattern two, which I see, which can be really problematic as well, and which oftentimes results in trials on a divorce case, and that is spousal maintenance cases. So in some cases, one party requests spousal maintenance, and they think they need it in order to meet their reasonable needs. Uh, they don't believe that they're able to, to pay their reasonable expenses based on the income that they have. And there's some cases where the other spouse agrees, right? So they agree uh, that they're going to have to pay maintenance. With What the issue can come down to then still is the amount so how much maintenance is going to be paid? And then you get into an issue of the duration. So how long? Uh, is this going to be for so many years? Is this going to be a situation where it's an indefinite maintenance award uh, that stays in effect until remarriage, uh, death, or in some instances cohabitation, um, or change circumstances. So circumstances change. So is it this type of maintenance case or is it a term maintenance case? At the end of the day, I'm painting with broad brushes here, but in cases where one spouse wants maintenance and the other uh, spouse concedes uh, that their soon-to-be ex-spouse is going to need maintenance, they just disagree on the amount and the duration, generally speaking, these cases can settle and the gap uh, can be bridged and the parties don't end up having to try this case. But in some cases, what we see is one party wants spousal maintenance, they believe that they absolutely need it, and the other spouse uh, totally disagrees. They don't believe their spouse needs maintenance. Uh, they believe uh, that they could get a job uh, to meet their own reasonable needs uh, and that there's really you know, no basis for maintenance. In some cases, we'll see um, the one spouse uh, say, I can't afford to pay maintenance. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe my soon-to-be ex-spouse is going to need it, but based on my income, based on my expenses, uh, I don't have it. I don't have uh, funds in which to, to afford to pay maintenance. And this can be especially true where there's child support also in play. So uh, a party might say, listen, you know, I make X, Y, Z amount of money, um, but I'm having to pay all these various bills. I'm having to pay child support already. And when you look at what I'm having to pay, there's just no money left over in which to pay spousal support. You know, no matter how this shakes out, as an attorney, these cases can just be difficult because you've got one spouse saying they absolutely want spousal support, they need spousal support, uh, they can't live without it, and then you have the other party, for whatever reason, saying not willing to pay it. And again, it could be, uh, I don't think uh, my uh, soon-to-be ex-spouse needs it because they could get a job, they could be gainfully employed, or they might argue um, that, listen, with paying child support, with paying the expenses I have, I just can't afford it. Um, and so at the end of the day, again, very, very problematic. And the only way to resolve this issue in a divorce case where the parties can't agree is for the judge to have to decide. So lots of other issues that can come into play in a divorce case as well. Um, but as an attorney, these are two of the more common ones 
that can oftentimes result in a divorce having to be tried because the parties just cannot agree um, on these two issues. So two of the more common ones from my experience. So definitely an interesting topic, um, definitely interesting issues uh, that can result in divorces becoming contested cases and being quite litigious doesn't always have to be the case. You know, hopefully parties in these situations can reach some sort of accord. But again, these are two common scenarios where I've seen where the parties just aren't able to do it. Again, as a follow-up to the episode today, you can go to familylawheadquarters.com. There's an article dated December 12, 2015, titled Two Contested Issues That Can Result in a Divorce. So you can definitely uh, read that as a follow-up to the episode today. And if you're on Block Talk Radio, you can simply click on the hyperlink below the episode, and it'll take you right there. So that's the topic here today, definitely an interesting one. Stay tuned to our next exciting episode coming up on Family Law Talk. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. With Kirk Stange. Visit StangeLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stange Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results. And every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. Kirk Stingy is responsible for the content. Principal Place of Business, 1750 South Brentwood Boulevard, Suite 401, St. Louis, Missouri, 63144.